just let me just just nice. just say just say something. Uh, bow, 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 bow. God damn, it sounds smooth. There it is. Nothing to do but the pod. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 221 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks, brother. Yeah, man, I missed it. I should have. What? What is? Which way is better? Is it better to belated birthday or like pre-birthday? If I had a birthday, you on the pod, it landed uh-huh. right there on on a healthy Thursday, so uh-huh. right smack in between our pods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gonna yep. give you like the one beforehand or the one after. Uh, neither, buddy. I don't. I don't. I know. Right. I don't need a birthday. Let me. Let me just like grandstand on this. Let me get on my soapbox. Let's go. Hop my up birthday there, soapbox. I don't need yeah. you to grand to to tell me before after you remember you didn't remember. I know who you are as my friend. I don't need oh, the congratulatory uh, high five for the birthday. It's not that audience. It's not that I'm ashamed of my birthday. I'm 43 years old. I don't okay, care. Out there. It doesn't nice. really matter. It doesn't bother me. Am I gray? Yes. Am I fat? Yes. <laughs> Let's Bro, just go laundry hey, list now. Hey, I'm just shitting on myself. Am I slightly bald? <laughs> Can I not be trusted? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, am I bad with money? You know it. You like, know it. Exactly. Do I have a slight substance abuse problem? <laughs> Perhaps. No, none of these things are true. First of no, all, no, no, right, I'll right, say right. that. But it's also like, so maybe if I don't remember your birthday, but I'm sort of a lot of shit up here in the head about you, brother. I know your top three woods. I know your sure. top three yeah, yeah. Canadian things. I know, you know your top my three lights, things. My light fixtures about, that I'm into. Yeah, your villains, your light sources, how you rank yeah. those. Like, That's sorry if sometimes a birthday slips through the cracks. Yeah, I don't. And, and to, to be real, I don't care about my birthday. So I don't okay. I don't mind it at all. I do, I do know some people enjoy their birthday and good, good on you. Absolutely. Yes. Enjoy. Just enjoy fine. but i'm not i'm not that guy yeah um that's cool. i mean do you do anything special like go out for a special dinner or anything like uh no we, the kids or no 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 wait well dr mrs the commission was trying to do a little top gun a little top gunny action oh, didn't get yeah. it done didn't get, uh you know babysitters fell through so it's like oh it's fine but it's okay i enjoyed time <laughs> with my kids you know, usually my birthday was always like growing up, right? When birthdays matter. Yeah. That, that was always like the weird time. My birthday was always this weird, like, now nah, people are going out of town because it's close to Memorial weekend. So it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like, eh, you know, it became like second fiddle. So I'm okay with like, yeah, just chilling, eating. We had some delicious steaks, uh, enjoyed some time with the kiddos. You know what I mean? A little family time. It's all good. That's good. I'm not bitter or sad. At all. Yeah, actually, you're kind of breaking my heart because if yeah. I was kind of like just armchair quarterback this thing a little bit, just from psychological level, it sounded like, you know, since it was just kind of neglected, nobody gave a shit for like the first yeah. 12 no. years of my life. I was like, you're I'm out on this. Right. Why would I love something that doesn't love me back? I'm out on birthdays. I mean, it just got quivery lit going, <laughs> but that's fine. It is a weird time. It's there at the end of kind of like kids are gearing up for summer break and stuff. Did you bring like cupcakes to class? Or were you at the level where it's just like, I don't want to bring any attention to this? 
No, I think, I mean, my mom definitely, Mrs. Four Star definitely like rolled it out. She's, 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 she, Mrs. Four Star started the banner uh, tradition, which is now extended to my kids where we put up the happy birthday banner for everybody, like in the kitchen or the living room, big banner, you come downstairs. Although I would say is then I was, Man, this is gonna sound like a sour purpose episode. Oh, wow! Here so we I'm go. sitting yeah. there, and and uh, Thursday morning, I'm I'm with my with Commission 2.0, and they look up and they're like, "Where's your banner?" It's like, mm. uh, I don't know, mommy didn't put one up. I don't know. Wow. It's fine. It's fine. Well, let's no, lift those hearts up with a dynamite episode 221. <laughs> Here's your rundown. Rip from the headlines. 43 year old man <laughs> whining about a birthday banner. We got rip from the headlines. NBA Finals preview let's kick off tonight I'm gonna hit the inbox little you hear about this um i'm gonna not do my yahoos but we're looking at my buzzfeeds oh. oh buzzfeeds yeah father's day gift you're gonna rank them buddy we're gonna jump oh, on that i like neapolitan it. showdown doing top burger toppings just i stayed hungry just to read that be mm-hmm. all in and brandana gambling corner we're gonna do the odds on the number one overall pick in the upcoming nba draft and we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. I broke right from the headlines. NBA Finals, why are we talking about that this week, brother? Because we were, this is the last, like, this is the last sports subject that we have before we go into the, 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 the cold summer that is baseball we, season. We are in like that little just bar on the edge of town mm. before we got like that just stretch of like eight hour drive ahead of us. Like we know we're going to have mm-hmm. like one last beer, going to go to sleep in the hotel room and get up and then it's just it's just driving so it's bring your own entertainment yep. like have your playlist ready to go something because something's got to get you through this we're the we're the last off-ramp in utah right yeah. you know you just go into yep. that fucking infinite abyss of nothingness it's gonna eat us up but the good news is we're not there yet we have no, a no, series no. ahead of us do we have a series ahead of us i think we do be All i right, think we yeah. do yeah I'm, don't I'm, we yeah i'm kind of into this like there's something nice about i don't know if this could be the best case scenario i think just with all the young stars upcoming mm-hmm. right now you could have like you know pulled something out of a good uh out of a matchup or at least want to watch a team but you know like you fear like if dallas was able to kind of sneak in there like do they have the consistency to really make like because a perfect world this would go you want your finals to be like a seven game series but yeah. it seems like there's just this kind of matchup and before we get into our picks and how many games that will keep it interesting are you seeing the same thing yeah, I think I think stylistically there's some good matchups to keep it like a, a fair and honest, you know, competitive series. Not like what we saw, you know, oddly what we saw in like the Dallas series, which is like an uncompetitive series. I don't think, yeah. you know, I don't think Boston is too offensively one trick pony-ish where they're going to get kind of lulled into this same thing that, you know, that Dallas did. The thing that does slightly worry me is like, old dog new dog you know what i mean and and what we saw in some of the the looseness with the celtics for stretches and that heat you know conference finals could be the death knell you know could could put them into a real tight spot 
series wise and and maybe we don't get a competitive series but I'm, I'm hoping that i'm hoping we grow from that we learn a little bit yeah i hope so i want to point out a few of those things um just real fast off the top uh hmm. for you guys aren't following the odds of this series are golden state's favorite at minus 160 to win the series boston at plus 130 which is kind that's kind of a a favorable favorite yes honestly like minus 160 but i so before we get into the uh, I guess we can get it right now. Like you're exactly right. Like Boston was too inconsistent. And I know like we saw a little bit of that and we can, you know, put the microscope on golden state and they're like mm-hmm. getting down by 50 to uh, the Grizzlies. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah they're getting shelled, which is kind of wild, but you know, you look at like game one against the heat and uh, they have uh, that, those six turnovers in the third quarter or whatever, mm-hmm. just like just some inconsistent play and un. Uh, ability to not finish games and we saw that actually in game seven like you know they were up by you know 15 and then going into i don't remember what's that like three minutes left or whatever up by 10 or 12 but there's just too many quarters where boston kind of let it slip through their fingers where it doesn't feel like you'll get a get away with that against golden state a hundred percent obviously they've been there they championship pedigree most you know you've got Draymond and and clay thompson and and steph curry so these are not you know, these are guys that all in big moments can have made plays and have made plays on a championship level. So to sit there and, and in a game seven, let a, you know, uh, 11-0 run, like the Celtics let the the heat back in and uh, closing it out and come within, you know, 19 seconds of basically getting it tied up. You know yeah. what I mean? What do you think of that Jimmy Butler shot while we're kind of talking about that? Pulling up for the three or should he take it yeah. in? He should yeah. have taken it in. It would have just been so like, it would have been hard to blow the whistle, but also like, I think it is one of those classic things where if the two goes in, there's no whistle, but I mean, and they were going to have to do contact. Cause he just like, he had all the momentum, the speed yeah. had that defender backpedaling. So I, I think he had the clear shot to the basket and why not just finish that? Yeah. I think that's the statistically, I think that's the smartest play that he should have had. I definitely think that there was like feeling it. Jimmy was he- feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Hero. Oh, yeah. But you know what, when you're, you're allowed. I will give you the grace of playing hero ball the way, cause you you've had to play that the whole entire series yeah. for you to even be competitive. So I give Jimmy the grace on that, but I think hindsight being 2020, I think he looks back at that and says, I should have taken it right at Al Horford, put, put, put the play in the officials whistle if, if, if need be, but I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the rack and get contact. I do think, Maybe with the time on that clock, he was thinking potentially if he missed it short, he would still have enough time to kind of rally and scramble, but didn't happen. And here we are. We have Celtics. We're not talking about that, man, that, that heat series. Sorry. Uh, I digress. Yeah, no, like a little bit. No, yeah, no, but we did. We weren't able to actually cover it. So it is interesting. Uh, but I, I think to your point, also the reason like we're not, there's so much respect for Jimmy Butler. That's why like no one's attacking yep. him. Just like you should have went in or you got to do that. Like no one's playing like armchair basketball player. And just like, you got to make that move. It's just like, it's his team. Like we all know the series was on his back. Like he's the one that even like got it to seven games. So it's just like, whatever he thought in the moment, I mean, that's his shot to take. And yep. he made the choice and pulled the trigger. Yep. For sure. Here's, here's what I want to ask. Okay. So uh, talking about comparing, this is another thing that I think, Boston should be afraid of. So they go to, they take it to seven games with, or actually get it taken to seven games with them, like with the heat. If you had to draft like who you'd want on a team between heat and golden state, doesn't golden state have the top three out of those four players. So you're saying 
are, are, are you saying Steph They're all in a pool clay yeah. right right yeah Steph yeah, clay okay. Jason Tatum right and probably no, Steph, no Boston no Boston no Boston yeah just to show just to show the level of talent that Boston is advancing to like they got they went to seven games against Miami and now they're going to gold to Golden State, but just looking at like if you pooled all of Golden State and Heat's players, like oh, oh Heat's players, I got yeah, you. I'm Heat sorry. Player, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably uh, I, I don't know. I think you're probably putting Jimmy third to Clay. You think or you think or think Jordan Poole over 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 Jimmy? I mean, I would say Jimmy Butler over over that. Yeah, no, no. I have I have it. Steph, Jimmy Butler, yeah, Clay Thompson, and then Poole. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say like, three of the four for sure. Yeah. So that's, so it's just it's scary to the Celtics to be like, all right, like there's before they even get to like the number two guy on the heat, like this team they're going against, like has like three guys better than the number two's guys. It's just a level of time for sure. Yes. I, a great I, point I made that makes that could be edited out. Feel free to fast forward. No, 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 no. That was good. I was, I was right there with you. I was just trying to get the, yeah. I was trying to get the order of, of it in my mind. And I think you're right. I mean, that is the biggest, like there is a, a, drop in talent compared to the heat compared to the warriors however i would say the one thing that you know the one thing that really made because like pool didn't play amazing i would say in that western conference finals he didn't really have to mm-hmm. but the one thing i would say is is like they're a bigger team yeah, you might even probably put in that western conference finals you might even put wiggins over pool so you might even yeah. The, yeah, you know what I mean? But sure. but I think the one thing that's interesting to me is like there's a definite like distinct size advantage and we saw the Warriors basically just offensive rebound co- cover the glass and Dallas not having any kind of rim protection and shot blocking. And so they were really able to carve them up and just get to the rim whenever they wanted. Now you have Robert Williams, who is a legit rim protector for the Celtics. You have Al Horford, who is a veteran through and through, can stretch the floor, but is also big, can rebound. It's not going to, you know, not going to get bullied by Kevon Looney. Uh, And you even have like Grant Williams, who can play small ball, who can kind of match up with Draymond nicely. And really, if you needed to dig deep in your bench, you could go Daniel Tice as well, too. So in, it is interesting to me defensively, while I agree with you, the talent differential is there. Defensively, I think what we saw the Warriors and what they were able to do, you can make them a lot more one-dimensional than the Mavericks could uh, in that Western Conference Finals and make them more, have to work harder to get to get better shots. They absolutely are going to have to do that. And, and what does Marcus Smart look like going just fucking 40 minutes a night going after if he can stay in in you know clean foul wise dog and steph curry i mean that's a guy that nobody that the Mavs didn't have i mean i don't think anybody that the 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 warriors have played this series had a guy to defend stuff like that yeah so now this really makes it very interesting i like while the talent is for sure there you could play out a scenario where Boston could try and take away Steph as much as possible or just make it insanely tough for Steph to do what he does and take away everything else because Tatum and Brown are good athletically. They can match up with Clay and Wiggins and just like, all right, let Steph beat us. 
let's put the defense player of the year and let us beat us. And he's not going to get anything at the rim. Cause we're going to, we're going to run bodies at him. And I mean, defensively, this is where I think the Celtics are in a good spot. They're going to, they're going to suffer offensively trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, that's good. So I, it'll come down to be interesting to see kind of how golden state attacks that. Cause the way that Boston seemed vulnerable to me against Miami was, you know, Golden State doesn't really have a slasher like Butler and just like Butler was just able to like, they just wouldn't transition and really like take it after them. And while, you know, Golden State does have great ball movement and a team that is obviously, you know, I mean, one of the most synced, if not the most synced. And we saw that in that Dallas series where it's almost just them having fun moving the ball around. It does become interesting when, you know, you don't have to worry as much about someone sagging off on Steph Curry when you can have just a lockdown defender there. Now what they're kind of used to would be moving that ball around on Dallas and getting that open shot. Like if you collapse in too much and now, that's not going to be there. The defense is able to get there. So that'll what's that's what'll be interesting. It seems like it will be, you know, that uh, the old adage of just like irremovable force against a whatever or unstoppable force, immovable, yeah, immovable yeah, yeah. object. Because it will just be Boston being like, all right, like how are we going to score points? And then like a Golden State's like three point percentage. Yeah. No. I mean, I think I think that's going to come down to it. I think you know. You know, here's the thing. I, I think you nailed it. I, I think I told you this before. Um, like the the low bar that is the 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 superstar bar for Jason Tatum, right? Yeah. You know, we heard lots about you know his game seven and wearing the Kobe band and texting Kobe and and all this other stuff. Which, great. You know, if that's what you need to do to get there, that that's great, I guess. But it's like still are in the clutch i'm not really seeing like this takeover in these big moments so you to your point in order for boston offensively to to salvage them they need somebody to just kind of be like a jimmy butler and be like all right clear out let me go get a bucket and we've seen it at moments slivers from tatum but i don't think we've seen it at a regular in big moments, have we seen it? We've seen it like a game two where it's like, well, the series not totally on the line. You know what I mean? But yeah. third quarter, those six turnovers, get loose with it. You know what I mean? And I think that leads to some of the momentum because I think it's really hard to stay fired up to play lockdown D when like you can't score a point on the other end. Yes, 100%. 100% you're right. Because it's like you can get all the stops in the world, but if you come down and you miss a bunny, right? Or you miss like a wide open jumper, it is so deflating and it's so yeah. hard to play defense especially on a team like golden state i think that's what happened with you know dallas is in that series is this they would take a long three luca fell prey to this we were critical of luca on this it was like he's he bitches the call on one end comes back to get a rebound he's either going to chuck a deep three or he's going to drive right back in and flail and try and you know force you to make that call and not get it and then it's like that's super defeating coming back that third time and you you can't you can't let those um, those those bad beats uh, impact you against Golden State. They're just they're too they're too good. They're just too good to like let that deter them. So why are they good right now? Like, what are we missing? Like, do they have have they elevated their floor a little bit in this postseason? Are they peaking at the right time? Like, why are we all of a sudden like walking into the finals with this three seed being a favorite? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. Like, I mean, the the uh, the emergence of Andrew Wiggins has been huge for them, right? Because yeah. we've, we've talked a lot about it in the last couple of pods. He's been fantastic for them. Jordan Poole has had moments. So offensively, 
they have, you know, like in your, when Steph sits, Jordan Poole can fill in a poor man's version of Steph. Uh, Clay Thompson isn't a hundred percent back, but he still is, is someone to, you know, be wary of in a catch and shoot situation. He's still going to be an excellent shooter. I don't know if he's the, the lockdown defender on the other end, but ultimately, you know, he's somebody to be fearful of on the defensive end to always be in mind of. Then you have Draymond, who is basketball genius. We talked about this in podcast two or three summers ago, basketball genius. The offense flows through them. He knows he is the master of like the momentum of in the moment for the, for their offense and their defense, but really for that, he knows when to strike and to go after it. Um, and then when you get throwing a guy like Kevon Looney who all of a sudden starts to average a double, double, they become very difficult on kind of all fronts to, um, to defend and, and to play against. So when you're looking at that, um, I think that's why they're the favorite now is because they are, they got more pieces playing in the right spots than they had previously all season. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't, I mean, you throw out like that, you know, 50 put uh 50 point game or whatever. It just, it does seem like, I don't, it doesn't seem like we're going to have like a 13 point quarter from golden state. Like we had from, you know, Boston. Mm-hmm. Now looking back in that Grizzlies thing, if you look back, you know, size wise, right. With Jaron Jackson, Jr. Brandon Clark, Steven Adams, they were another bigger team, right? This is another bigger team that, at moments can kind of flummoxed, uh, you know, the, the warriors there. So that's the, that's my, if I'm looking at, you know, from the Celtics perspective, I'm looking and watching a lot of that tape, right. I'm watching a guy like Jaron Jackson who can shoot the three, who can also defend the rim and saying, all right, how can we put Horford and, and Robert Williams together in some fashion to kind of make up, make those numbers right on, on, uh, on our end. Right. Um, you know, so it's interesting. I, I think I think it'll be a competitive series. I'm very interested for game one. I think unlike most series where we're like, ah, I kind of throw game one out. I think game one is going to be crucial to see if the Celtics can rise to the level of a championship level warrior team. Yeah, uh, set the table for that. Okay, re- real fast before we get to our prediction, how many games and who you got winning. Um, who had an easier path here, Golden State or Boston? Uh, Golden State, I would say. Yeah, like if you had a like right, but what would it be like Golden State difficulty level like um, a six and Boston like an eight? Yeah, I would say eight because I mean six, maybe even a five and a half. I really didn't like the way Dallas played. I felt like they just, I really felt like they lied down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did not yeah. like the competitive spirit of. Yeah, the, I think they the got Mavericks. that O two hole, and usually expect a team like to get home court and bounce back on that one. They still didn't look good in game three, and it's just like, oh shit, okay, it's like this. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, and I, I think I was texting with somebody. I forgot. I was like, this is a five game series right now. They're gonna last game, last home game. They're gonna show out, and then they're gonna fucking roll over in game five, and that's exactly what happened. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I mean. I would say that, that, you know, going through like a tough Nets team as kind of dysfunctional as they are, mm-hmm. um, the Bucks team was was good. And this is what I said. The winner of that Bucks celtic series is going to be our Eastern Conference, you yeah. know, representative. And here we are, the Celtics are that. And, and the credit I, that I have to give for Jimmy Butler and just like, just fucking so fiery and competitive. Like he would not let that team lose. They shouldn't really have been that competitive when you think about it, when they have guys like Max Struess and like Gabe Vincent and Kyle Lowry, who goddamn looks like fucking YMCA basketball player. 
what are like the worst like he looks so out of shape it looks it's crazy to me i i'm not one to talk kyle i just turned 43 i don't know if you heard the intro i was really shitting on myself earlier listen to the intro get get all of most awesome stats um all right uh who wins how many games I think I think Warriors in in six, but I think it's a competitive six. I, I I'm hoping for seven, but right now I think six. Yeah, if I had to be honest, that's what I have. Warriors in six. All right, let's hop to the inbox real fast. All right, go team. We hear a lot about some. This is from email of the pod. We hear a lot about some NFL stadiums having a college football vibe with crazy loud fans. Why don't we hear that about NBA and college basketball? Which NBA franchise has the closest environment to the elite college home court, similar to, I don't know, let's say KU? Mm. Rock Jack. Rock Jack. Um, well, yeah, there's just nothing like comparing a like NBA 80. First off, you got 41 games. It's a lot of games to go there yeah. and kind of have that rah rah spirit. You think, you know, at most, if you're winning the, the title, you're probably playing at max 40 games. And a lot of that's traveling. So maybe you've got like 20 games. Maybe that seems high. 17 games. What's it? What was it? Well, you went to KU. What was like the number of games? Like 15, 16, somewhere in there. That feels more accurate. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's around there. Yeah. Non-conference and conference. So, I mean, you just have like, it's more, um, there's less. So there's more stakes involved in it. Um, I mean, I know a lot of teams and a lot of people have like argued about the, like, you know, the NBA entertainment where it's like pumping the, you know, the, the, everybody clap their hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and all the different fucking sound effects that go along with it for a missed shot or a made shot or a turnover, you know, um, but this is, I think this is an interesting question, like in peak playoff basketball, right? Some of those intense moments when you've got like a real rabid fan base, like a, let's go like a Knicks, right? A Knicks fan base. I've, I've been to Madison Square Garden. It's a fucking, you're on top of each other. It's, and it's got that vibe. It's got an energy because it's a, this classic stadium. Um, yeah. If, you know, I can imagine like in those, playoff moments against like the Hawks, even though I know it wasn't, you know, for all the marbles, but there was some real serious rivalry. Think of like the Reggie Miller era. Like there's nothing compared, you know, compared to that in college basketball, but your average everyday NBA game to, you know, a conference game in, in college, it's just going to be the college, right? Yeah. Uh, you're right. So let's say today, where would be, if we had to guess, like where players say the three toughest places to play in? Let's just assume it's postseason. Like where they're, they're like, I don't want to play a game seven on the road here. Like the fans are, and not for shitty reasons. Let's not say the sure. Utah Jazz. Yeah, yeah like- right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, just nasty fans. I think, you know, always Boston was always a tough place to play. Although I don't think TD Gardens is the same way as the old, you know, Boston, um, you know, uh, gardens there. Yeah. Um, didn't golden state was building a good rep right before they got into their new stadium yes before yes the oracle the older the old great call be excellent work yes that was rabid fan base but that's like in oakland like Mm -hmm. that's when you can get the diehard fans that have been there forever and seen it through thick and thin yeah like that's that's that and uh um shoot chicago was really rough during the like 
the nineties bulls eras. Cause they had the, oh, they had the sure. record for sellouts. They were fucking rabid. I think Milwaukee's up there right now too. I think Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. That's probably good. And I think Oklahoma city was peaking too. Cause I think there's something about, I mean, it's not there anymore, but it seemed like, you know, like seven yeah. years ago or whatever, like it seemed like they were really kind of building a fan base. And I think whenever you have that kind of have that vibe of like the only game in town, Yep, <laughs> like kind of literally sure. it's just it's just like oh shit like we're obsessed with you know we're obsessed with this trailblazers fans are are super fucking passive aggressive they love their, it's a, that that's that same like we're the only fucking game in town yeah yeah love us like if you're if you want to see sports this is what's going on yep um all right email to uh hot sauce what's hot your sauce. favorite go-to hot sauce uh does this pod support horseradish on steaks or is that too white and creamy here's a uh, let's answer the second part real fast and we'll get on this podcast yep. does support horseradish on steaks. yes you do i'm a big horseradish head yeah like big fan like here's the thing though like i want horseradish i don't want horseradish sauce mm. that's what i'm saying i want horse like i want them to go back there and mow down and shave the horseradish and have just those little flakes the actual horseradish root yeah like, you, that's know, you, what I, you don't want the creamy no no cream, nothing nope I went like I asked. They brought it out before, like throwing that on oysters. Also, like doing like a little bit of the cocktail oh, sauce, yeah, yeah, sprinkle yeah. the horseradish on top of it, like fresh horseradish just just done. Do nice. a little get to my favorite. What a segue, B. What a segue. I still got it. My favorite hot sauce on top of that oyster I just built. Just a little tapatio, or what kind of hot sauce are you doing? Tabasco, brother. Tabasco. I'm yes, I'm a Tabasco excellent. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a dumb statement. I was. You said so oysters. Good. I wasn't thinking. I right. wasn't paying attention. I did not say burrito. Apologies. Yes, I'm I'm all I'm all for you. So you love so your love of spice will supersede yeah. you know my, you know the whiteness. Yes, you're spice man sure. all the way. You're yes, you're spice man. <laughs> I was gonna try I was trying to think of a spice girl pun and just yeah, yeah. No, it was there. Yeah, it I was fucking like, bailed. Right spice boy. If, if there you're was spice a boy. spice, you're a spice boy. If you audience, if you were to hear an audible ripcord on a joke, you <laughs> that's you, that's uh, you bailing. Mm, um, yes, uh, but what do, what is your go to? I guess I think it depends on the food, like you said. It's, it's Tabasco, yeah, that's the segue. It's Tabasco. Tabasco is my favorite hot sauce. Like, I'll do Tabasco on pizza, burritos, in my soup, on chips, on oysters. Like, if if hot sauce can be in the realm, like. I want Tabasco. That's what I'm asking for. I like it. T Tabasco is probably the most ubiquitous. If I'm strictly going mm -hmm. like Mexican food, I like Tapatio. That's my jam. Give me some okay. of that. I also like a little Verde salsa too. I'm not oh, gonna, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. look at that. I'm not afraid to get green on it. Verde. Yes. Man. Man of complex tastes. Love it, bro. Right. Um, all right. You hear about this? My BuzzFeeds. Buzzfeed. I don't think we have time to go through all of these, but we'll see where you should just pick the highlights, B. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you good. what, I'll tell you what it should be on there. A new shirt for B. That's what it, that's <laughs> what it should be on there. <laughs> this is my this is my I'm relaxing, I'm potting shirt. It, oh. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's just like I believe that. Okay. I just went up. Okay, so this is 34 uh TikTok famous products that make perfect Father's Day gifts. So here's where I want you to rank them. So I want you to rank them zero to five air horns. You don't have to do an air horn every time because that will get a little old. But yeah. zero being I should spend more time with my kids because I'm not sure they know me. Five air horns being good thing Father's Day is just around the corner because I might have to go okay. buy this for myself. Ooh, I might I might have to jot some of this down. Okay. Well, zero to five. Yeah, just rank zero, to five. zero to five. Yeah, no, no. Okay. If I get it, if I get a five. Yeah, if you get a five. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. But uh, a pair of this wireless Bose earbuds. You rock your wireless earbuds i see you get yeah. the, the quarter right there yeah well i just have it just to to plug in because i don't trust the battery life on my 
Apple AirPods. Oh, right here, they're right there. Yeah. Uh, when we when we rock book club, that's that's what I go with. That I, I do that. I like mm-hmm. I like it. I do remember that. I do like the Bluetooth connectivity, bouncing around to laptop and phone and things like that. What what price point are we rocking at these bows? Because because oh, nice. while I'm a, while, while I'm a father, I'm yeah. a father of three, and I'm not going to break the bank just for any old earbuds. Yeah, well, it's rude to ask the price of gifts if they all pull them. It money, is. Give it, me a but... gift certificate, okay. B. <laughs> all right, gift. Um, they're two seventy nine. They're two eighty bucks. Here's the thing: bouncing around, like, uh, again, like this is we're gonna have to change this name of this podcast to two old guys. Yeah, that's yeah. just what we're going to have to do because we keep talking about it. But like, if it's not the same brand as the device, like I have the Apple wireless earbuds. I tried to go a while without them and it just didn't make sense anymore. I just don't know how, like, I'm afraid if I hook up the wireless ones to my laptop, all of a sudden, like I'll have to like rehook it to my phone and like I'm starting from scratch. So I just like, when things are paired, I don't like to fuck around. Yeah, I'm so with you right there because then it's like, <laughs> you know, I the Bluetooth, uh, I, I, you know, I'm scared of Bluetooth a sure. little bit. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, and now I'm kind of like looking at like this is Bose, it's, but this is Apple, and it's, yeah, it seems a little witchcrafty to be honest. It's just like blue, like it's just like well, who's speaking to what? And it's like now, can I, how are you? How are you guys all doing this? It does kind of feel like the first person that was like, hey, let's just make a cockapoo. Let's just take these two dogs and put them together. <laughs> it's like I don't know what's gonna come out of this. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Exactly. You cannot play God, Bose. Right, exactly. Uh, so it's going to be real technology island of Dr. Moreau up in here. <laughs> uh, so where do you, zero to five air horns, where you got the- uh, give, me, give me a solid uh, three. Three, okay. This might, I don't know, you might be like a little bit of a neat freak. This might solve some problems for you. I don't know how you break it down. You know, uh, Father of Three seems like one of the favorite things is every other week, like hooking up the shop vac, taking it to the car. These are car seat gap fillers. Now, I know this is like podcast, so I have to describe to you mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. I mean, it's just, it's basically looking like um, like a rolled up cloth. Like if you just took like a yoga mat, but it was like small and you rolled it up and then it's just jammed in between the seat mm-hmm. and the actual console. So nothing falls down in between there and like, you know, like Cheetos and all like chips and stuff, and maybe fries from the drive-thru. What do you, th- what you, do you think about these? I'm, I'm into this. It's, it's basically yeah. like I'm dextifying, you know, like Dexter upping <laughs> my car, just like, so it's yeah. like a real good clean kill room. I like this. I, this always seems like it's like a very like useful gift. I don't think I would ever use it. So therefore I'm going to give it one air horn. Although I, I applaud you for, for rocking it. And when you said when you said yoga mat, I, I envisioned it being purple, and I was like, I can't have this in my car. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't. This looks don't like, tell um, me the color choices. I think it's purple. Yeah, no, all good. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> this has a feed of like anything as a gift that has to deal with like cleaning or preventative maintenance on cleaning has a little bit of a I don't give a shit about you vibe. I didn't think about this gift. Yeah, in my opinion, in my it opinion. gives me a real as seen on TV. <laughs> One thousand percent. That should be the rank of a zero as seen on TV. Uh, how much you think they are? uh 12.99 oh i you know what you get a two-pack for 24.99 so i think you're dead on damn the dude damn <laughs> that was dead fucking, that on was the good. money um oh i don't think this is up your alley at all okay the wildly popular bug bite thing it's called the bug bite thing designed to alleviate post bite itching and swelling by using the magnificent power of suction okay so i got what we're doing here like have you ever had those um 
the thing you put on wine bottles to like suck out the air. Like if you want to yeah, keep, yeah. like your wine a little longer. So it looks like you're taking one of those, but you're putting it on a bug bite and you're doing that to the bug bite to make it stop itching. So your bug, your bug bite cupping is what we're doing. Yep. Bug bite cupping. That's what we're, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. I'm fucking killing this segment right now. I just want everyone yeah. to realize oh, this. Yeah. Um, I, this is, this is fucking, this sounds like hokum <laughs> and I What's don't hokum? like it. Hokum yeah. is fucking, uh, you know, little, uh, little witchcrafty, like you said. It's Absolutely. it's a little yeah. it's a little bullshit. It mm-hmm. won't work, right? No. It's as, you might as well just do the X on the bug bite. That's what everyone says to do, right? Did you have you done that? Where you carve with your own fingernail the X no. in there? No, you never heard of that. I don't mm-hmm. think it works either. But that's okay. what people say to do. Here's here's what I would say. Uh, there's a service that we paid for. We used to pay for it at the old place. We had a lot more bushes and shrubs. Just pay for the mosquito service. They come in there and they fucking shotgun a whole bunch of fucking chemicals everywhere and, and kill it all. I don't know what's in there, but you know what? I can walk around and I get bug bites in my backyard. There we so go. I'll take that. Talking. Let's get yeah. chemicals. Involved. So give me, give me that, uh, the bug. What was it called? The bug cup? Yeah. I mean, this thing from the name to the uh, bug bite thing. Bug is bite thing, yeah. Come on, guys. Bug, bug bite cup is where it's at, and I'm a, yeah. This is like this is a Father's Day gift. So I want to like, I'm a father. Like, if my children, which I don't have, but if they thought right. that what Daddy really needs for Father's Day is he's having a little problem controlling how much bug bites irritate him, oh. and I've not been a man enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My oh my, calamine lotion. Yeah, yes. <laughs> zero. Time. Time to man up. That's what it is. Uh, how much do you think this costs? Ooh, um, this is going to be a little like, like twenty seven ninety five. Nine ninety nine. Oh damn, still a little high. Yeah, but they at least they're not like trying to overdo that. I think their idea is like put it right there by the register or something. Okay, um, acupressure mat and pillow set to help release some of that built up. But like, do you believe in this stuff? Like the, the thing, you know, like in the, when we were growing up as kids, like our grandparents, friends had like the little wooden beads on their seat that they would sit on, you know, in their yes. car seat. Yes. And then there, there, there's that like foot massager that you could get at Kmart that was like way too cheap. That was supposed to like do things for your feet. And really didn't, there were the flip flops. They're supposed to have like little, do you believe in any of this shit where you just kind of lay on it and it works its magic? Or are we just putting like texture on things, increasing the price by 20% and then pushing it out the door? Oh man, you fucking you just crushed big Ooh. big back support or whatever this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is you're right. The beads, the beads in the in the fucking seat are the wildest thing. Like I don't What's know what on? that's doing. Yeah. What is going on? So this now this is just a mat. I envision you can roll it up for tidy, you know. Tidy putaways, right? Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Unfurrow yeah, so the thing, it, and that. Yeah, it looks like the size of like a like a heating pad with a little built-in pillow on top. Yeah, and I bet you those texture. those things are so fucking uncomfortable. No way you can sit on that for like you spend nine minutes trying to figure out the best way to feel where it's like not just pure pain, but yeah. it feels like good, and then right. you just never use it again. Uh, this is this is again another zero air horn. Oh man, and I this is. Just- this is eighteen ninety five. That bad twenty nine ninety nine. Pretty good. Yeah, I'll pretty take good. it. Um, okay, we gotta get. You By the way, these are what the prices should be, not what they are. Yeah, 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 for right, sure, right. for sure. Peep, peep, notice bug bite thing. <laughs> Throw those in the trash. Yeah. Um. All right, a cold brew coffee maker. I'm into this. I thought, yeah, I thought I'm so. into this. Are, are I, pretty... I should be getting into cold brew. I'm not as right. much. You probably like are with the time. Like, are you a 
so I drink, I drink cold coffee all year. Well, I kind of got in the hot, co- hot coffee now that I have the coffee maker in the bathroom. Life hack. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Life we've covered hack, that on the pod, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. we have covered, Teal covered green. Covered. Yep, yep. Matches <laughs> but whenever, your decor. <laughs> whenever I go, yeah, you know the color. Max, yeah, man yeah. has done his homework. But whenever I got to a spot, like, and it used to be, I would, you know, my morning coffee would come on the way to work and I would always get it iced like all year long. It could be like negative 10 degrees in New York and I still get like the iced coffee. So do you ever mix in the iced coffee? And do you, I mean, you make coffee at home and then put like in a little travel mug, right? Like you're exactly. not a stop, yep. stop for coffee guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm hot coffee all day, every day. I don't, if I go out, I get hot coffee for some reason, cold coffee, ice coffee, ice coffee, not cold brew, ice coffee yep. feels like it has less caffeine in it and doesn't give me the energy that I need. I don't know if this is true or not. In fact, it probably isn't. It's just added water in there, but I feel cheated by the coffee with the iced coffee. However, cold brew, this is also, this is hot coffee. Just let, I don't know. I could be making this up. This is yeah. hot coffee, just letting they sit and get cold. This Caffeine stays you the sa- same. You sound like a legit like scientist now. I do it's exactly. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't have put the lab coat on. They they the audience yeah. can't tell. <laughs> cold, they let it get cold. Then they put it in the fridge. They they get it cool. Yep. Caffeine levels stay exactly the same because we didn't <laughs> water it down with the damn ice. Sure, but uh-huh. less acidic and and yes. for an avid coffee drinker like myself getting the fucking bubble guts is a is a worry drinking all this coffee so i'm into this i'm this okay. might be a good dad transition now is this like a single single serving yeah yeah, yeah. 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 okay so this is dad's only this is dad's what? only yeah this isn't like one of those gifts where it's just like it's for the household it's just like yeah, yeah. hey dad like i got you you know a big screen tv exactly let me show you how it works because we've already hooked it up and been watching it right right exactly right <laughs> exactly i've been i've been using this already <laughs> classic dad father's day yeah um is are there a lot of like fixtures gadgets like no I, they're you know. keeping this one super simple this isn't like any of that bug bullshit i mean this is just like you know we're we're making we're making cold brew like it's little it's got the ice insulated because i think nice. you're worried like you don't have to worry about it keeping the caffeine in yep Get, keeping the caffeine where you want it yep absolutely Ooh, this might be this could be this could be 60 dollars. first off this is a four 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 air horns nice this could be 60 dollars. Mm-hmm. this could also be like really expensive too like i don't know mm-hmm. you know what i mean this could be like one of those yeah. like brookstone gifts oh, like sure. who buys this shit right you know what i mean like oh you got to brookstone pizza stone yeah. what's up you guys are <laughs> yeah. committed um i'm going i'm going to split the difference i'm saying 79.95 this might be a good gift because you can get three of them for that price. oh 26.50 available in two sizes two sizes and three colors yeah i think two- the sizes are regular and bubble guts bubble <laughs> that's the xl one nice um, Why are all okay, these well, gifts so cheap for, for Father's Day? <laughs> I don't I'd say, yeah. Because uh, it's just like nobody's breaking the bank for, for old dad. Yeah, exactly. Just like, what, what do we got on us? Okay, we'll do, um, well, this is kind of down the same line, but this does kind of hit a spot. A I do splurge- love that you thought that we could get all through all 34. We got through like six. Yeah, I know. And they're just like, man, they're, it, we are running out of sports, aren't we? It's just like, yep, sure. All right, a splurge worthy smart coffee table. That'll make them feel like they're living in a seriously futuristic home. This techie queen has a built-in outlet 
Bluetooth speakers, LED lights, charging ports, and get this, a refrigerated drawer. Like what? Oh, so you just you can put some some cold pops or other drinks in there. That's what you're saying. Uh, yeah. So it looks like I just look like if I thought maybe a table you could pod from. I thought oh. maybe you could pop from it. it. Has a plug in. It's there. It's got your drinks ready for you in mid pod. I know we did. It has a cup holder. I think we I had like an inc- we had an incident for a book little spillage or a yeah a little spillage. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just your little and it looks looks nice. It's sharp. Kind right. Like a little electric. So let's, I like this. I like this. And I don't want to. So this is a good one. This yeah. is this. This might. I'm going to have to give it a slight downgrade because mm-hmm. you said you mentioned Wi-Fi, right? Did you mention Wi-Fi? Yeah. Bluetooth. Bluetooth, baby. Oh, yeah. Right. The devil's magic. The devil's right. The, the, <laughs> right. Who's the manufacturer of this? Because I don't know how it's going to inter, inter, interconnect with all my different devices. Mm-hmm. Do, save it because here's the thing i'm going to get frustrated with this table i'm gonna f- motherfuck this table oh, yeah. a few times right because it's mm-hmm. the wi-fi is not gonna yeah. get, i'm gonna get it all this juiced table's up gonna get motherfucked this table's gonna get motherfucked this sure. is gonna get for sure i'm gonna get this all i'm gonna get this thing humming once mm-hmm. nobody will be around to see it but me and i'll get it to do it and then the kids will want to see it in its full form and i'll be like hey play Siri, connect Bluetooth, play the song. Yep, that's what's gonna happen. Dead it air. reminds me of like like my grandparents had like uh like this bar that could do all these things, but they just refused to plug it in because they couldn't figure out like what like all of the temperature control. So it's just like one of those things that that are electronic that you just don't have plugged in because you had to plug it in the first time. And you're just like it's like I'd rather manually pull it out, but it does have a fridge. All right, what's the price or what's the what's the air horns? We're giving I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three oh, just three. purely okay. because maybe a three point five. I'm being I'm being generous. I'm giving it a half point bump. I deducted it at a full pump point because mm-hmm. I didn't like the the technology of Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. That's two things for me to yell at. Three point five. Okay. That's good. Uh, price point. What do you think? Ooh, I, how big of a table is it? Give me dimensions, specs. Is it oak? Uh, well, you said they said this one's the queen. They said like they have oh, like a, a queen. king. Yeah, they have like different. Oh, the, okay. We'll just go queen size, size, of course. No, no, no. Yeah, so that's how I measure be... my tables. Queen size. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I thought it was bed sizes, but that's what they have. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, this is this might be like two ninety nine, two hundred ninety nine dollars. One thousand ninety nine. Oh, okay. Now, now we're getting craftsmanship in, involved sure. here. Yeah. It's now I feel a little bit more faith in the Bluetooth and the connectivity. I still mm-hmm. like. I feel like I'm gonna have to call a guy to get this figured out. <laughs> install, install, install it. Right. My 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 coffee table guy. I gotta get him on the fucking blower. <laughs> He's gonna gig me at seventy five bucks an hour just to fucking roll this truck out there. But you know what? This is the gift. A thousand uh, a G. Yeah, I think for you, I think the move is to let's go bubblegut sized cold brew maker. That's it. Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. All right, brother. I'm excited about this. I don't, it has the vibe that we've done. Burger toppings, ham sure. burger toppings. Right. What you put on your burger? 
Because here's what we're talking about. Like, there's a place that's really opened up to this. Like, Five Guys is a great place to get burger toppings. Oh, they just have it. They excellent. Have it, they have it all listed mm-hmm. out, brother. You can do whatever whatever combination you can think of. Like, it's up there. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Mm-hmm. So that really they got jalapenos for you too, B. I oh. know you know this already. You do know that, and yeah. you just mentioned my number three spot, jalapenos, because oh. you said it. Because you were dead on. Yeah, but yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. that's that's a little bit about um, what was the what was it called when we blocked each other on the Neapolitan Showdown. Oh, uh, you had to guess the number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was about... it just called a block? Block to yeah. win? <laughs> you 50 point block? I don't know. Remember the vernacular we made up for our own podcast. Somebody, an email at yeah, one of the Delaney's that are out there listening to us. I know you're listening <laughs> to it. Fucking let yeah. us know. Um, yeah, jalap- just just straight jalapenos. Jalapenos, yeah, right? like, don't, yeah, no, don't like they're already kind of, I'll do raw or I'll do like pickled jalapenos. I'm down, I'm down for either of them. Like raw, raw, yeah, raw, raw my pants. Yeah, that's what I like. I like that's a real really, fucking commitment. I want that. I want that crispness, and I want like that. Just yes, that yeah, hit heat. Yeah, this is this is not to be surprised for the for the man who introduced the world to a cheeseburger Sonic with the jalapeno cheddar cheese by its combination. Yeah, that's deep. No. That's a that's a deep rip. That's like episode eight. It's still shocking to me that they come separate in the bag. Yeah, yeah. That, what no, a combo no. that they're leaving on the table. You can order one without the other. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I like my burgers gussied up. You're you're a man of simple pleasures, and I get yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can hit me with like some blue cheese crumbles or something. No, 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 no. no. Please, 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 please. Give me a little. Up. Give... You want a little tuxedo? Put a little tie on your burger. <laughs> Such exactly. a dork. <laughs> I like I like a nice wood stick through it, a little olive on the top. Um, no, give me some cheddar cheese, a yeah. little barbecue sauce, oh. and then just a little bit of those crispy onions just on there. A little little old style Western burger is pretty good. No onion ring. Oh, rocks with the onion ring. I was just gonna say onion ring. No, 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 that, no. That's that's what the crispy onions, like little strips, little. I get it. Yeah, that's, that's a good replacement, and, and nothing, easier to easier to eat. Also, you're right. Hundred percent. There's ring. nothing worse than getting that big fat onion ring. A, I'm not as big of a fan. But then, you bite into it. You pull. You pull mm-hmm. like a hair from your burger. You pull that onion ring out of its little fried sleeve. Yeah. And here you got this fucking drizzle, fucking <laughs> dick on your face. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's not so you're doing like you're doing burger setups like that. Oh, yeah. It's like, OK, all right. These are full. Burger. Okay, so I'm going to have to. These, like, these are the only way my burgers come, sir. OK, that's fine. OK, I like that. Um, So in my number two spot, now I would say it's got more exciting, but like there's a little bit of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't bring me the relish, but go crazy and get a lot of pickles on that burger. You know what? If I don't go to number two, like. Let's not sleep on a simple, very tasty McDonald's cheeseburger. Just the regular ones with the yes, ketchup, sir. the mustard, just the like the sprinkled onions, like the yep. little sprinkled yep. cut onions, and then just, just like mm-hmm. yeah, just and then some pickles on there. Now we're beautiful. Talking. That's it's it's an excellent it's an excellent thing. Mm-hmm. Ketchup mustard, right? You do mustard on your burger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. I know. Yeah. I can get ketchup. I'm not going out of my way to grab the ketchup if I'm building it at home, but it's like it's also like. It's McDonald's. Let's not tried and true. They've been doing this since like the fifties. They know what the score is. Who am they I know to what, like come in here and be like, what's going on? Right, right. They know what's up. Um, so my 
burger topping combo. I mean, we call this burger topping combos. I think mm-hmm. we're swimming a little bit of two different ponds here. But yeah, to be yeah. fair, you're like I said, you're a man who doesn't need a lot of pomp and circumstance. I, however, I need yep. this. Mm-hmm. I, it's right. like this is my anti-birthday. I need some showmanship here yep. for my burger, sure. my burgers. I'm with you. I'm going with the blat. Give me the blat, bacon, lettuce, avocado. Whoa! Give me the blat, Mr. Hip. All right, yeah. with the I kids. Love me avocado. some avocado. Ooh, okay. that's sweet. You like avocado in all forms? Uh, w- like yes, a guacamole guacamole burger. You're still playing ball. Yeah, yeah, guacamole burger. I'm playing. I probably wouldn't order it, but if it was nice slices of avocado, give yeah. me that. Yes, sir. So but I would do. Some- I would do guacamole. Yes. Do you hit like? You would ever do like breakfast, like just chop up like avocado in half and then just like light salt and pepper and just eat some avocado. Uh, avocado. I, c- I could do that. I don't do that. I usually just do. We have uh, aunt Millie's uh, one car bread, little toast. Sometimes I'll put some whip, uh, whipped cream. Whip cream. Wow. <laughs> God damn. I told you I was fat. Hard left, right? Cream there. cheese. Sometimes, or sometimes just some, some butter on it, avocado, uh, everything bagel seasoning, into the mouth we're done okay yeah yeah a little little avocado toast that thing yeah, that just baby. showed up on the map like I circa know. 2010 it was nowhere then it was everywhere look b i'm trying to get the good fats in my body I not like the it. bad no. fats in my body Take the swings i appreciate it buddy um i never uh anything on the concept bracket you want to get out here no no, no. i kept it tight i kept three yeah. on the tree baby that's sure. all i got <laughs> it's like an efficient truck perfect yep. um my number one it's kind of funny how jalapenos aren't up here because it kind of matches some of the same thing, but I want a backyard barbecue. Maybe you're doing the most awesome. Maybe oh, I'm sleeping I'm a- in my new room at your new place. Exactly. I got the I got the thousand dollar table, fucking humming tunes. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Chili, chili beverages under the bottom. You just uh you th- you threw my buns, my buns on the grill, just to lightly toast them, put my burger, you hand it to mm-hmm. me, and you're just like toppings are right over there. I okay. hope when I turn my back. I said, oh, watch There's- out, mosquito, get the cup. Oh, thank Put you. The cup on your arm. <laughs> yeah, the cup. I want a great callback. That's yeah, why he's yeah. the best, folks. That's why he's the talent. <laughs> what a, what a fantastic callback. <laughs> and I was just like, are they sponsors? Yeah, for $10, they're sponsors. Sounds about right. <laughs> I hope when I turn my back, what I see is sliced, long slices of red onion. My grandpa used to do this every backyard thing. Like, I love raw red onion. Again, like the jalapeno, but it's just like the crispness. There's a little spiciness to it. Like it's just, it's perfect on a backyard burger. Yeah, I like this. This is this is great. This you're you're bringing a, a very like um, lucid memory back to me. My mom did this. A lot of olds in my family did this too. Um, I like the red onion. It's good. I like my onions on my number one. Along with some mushrooms, saute them motherfuckers up. Get a nice little pile on it. I love it. Give me, I got to have cheese. And now I might, I know you, I know you're not a big fan of the white cheeses, but give me like a Swiss or something, a little little provolone. Yeah, I can handle those. These are good cheeses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to go along with some some sauteed onions and, and mushrooms oh, man, I love, it's funny we talked about steak also like i love just the sauteed onions and mushroom like set yeah. like those on a burger why don't you put okay. it in a burger a little 50 50 blend you could mix in a little sirloin with some ground chuck i'm gonna be honest like you kind of cheated this I wasn't did. the round at all like yes. it was 
rank three toppings, not like your three best burgers if you had all the toppings in front of you. I but do. You, ma- yeah. you made me so hungry. My mouth is watering so much that the victory goes to you because sometimes sometimes much like baseball in the early 90s, like you cheat and you still win the game. So right. it's just like chicks take, to you, brother. Chicks take the burger toppings. <laughs> got it done. Um, all right, we got time real fast. Let's jump to Brandon in the gambling corner. Go song, go. Bro, uh, we talked a little bit about this, but just want to circle back to get your thoughts. Uh, the top picks to remind everybody are going to be the Orlando Magic, followed by the uh, Thunder, and then was it the Rockets after that? Those top three? Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, I should have that. I'm pretty yep. sure it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I've ventured off. Um, okay, so right now, the odds for the top are Jamari, uh, Jamari Smith. At minus 255 to go, number one overall. Chet Holmgren, plus 240. And then uh, Bonchera at plus 1,400. I thought there was somebody else in the third seat. Are those the – but, I mean, then it's a huge drop-off after that. I mean, it's like plus 10,000. So how do yeah. you guys – how do you see these guys shaking on the top three? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, – I think that is the top three. I'd be very surprised if a team like – you know, the, the magic fucking pulled the trigger on a guy like Jay Nivey or like Shaden Sharp, you know what I mean? Sure. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, for sure. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, they're kind of, you know, in this weird spot where fit with like the Orlando magic, um, you know, you've got three basically like bigs, if you will, or power forwards or big wings and Banchero Chet Holgram is like an interesting, you know, matchup. So, like if we're if we're talking fit with the magic, you know, I'm I'm looking at uh I'm trying to think of who their center is, if it's Wendell Carter, which I believe it is. Whoops. Let me get back in here. Sorry, everybody should have done my homework. You got Mo Bamba, you know, you've got some bigs, but it's really Wendell Carter is coming off that. I, I, they got Brooke Lopez. Like I I feel like that they need another like legitimate score they've got two guards and uh sugs that they drafted last year the year before that was anthony you know um they have franz wagner like a small forward so i think like backcourt wise that they're really good so they need shooting they need some versatility like i could see them choosing a banchero over like a holgram but this is why jabari smith the auburn power forward who's got great stroke and shoot it fucking he's got good length can kind of fill in they're not really sure what's going to happen with jonathan isaac coming back after some knee injuries and you know they need a little bit of of size and length and ultimately they just need like get another playmaker to kind of round out what they think they have and wagner and uh jalen suggs and and anthony so I, i i think that that's there's a clear definite reason why he's number one i would not expect there to be too much of a shakeup unless you know unless they became really intrigued with like a Banchero. I just don't see them going for Holgram. Yeah, it does seem like they're, it was interesting because it seemed going into this before you even got the draft order that there was kind of a, 
it, it wasn't clear if they were like the top three were all on the same tier or if they were super close, but it was at least interesting enough to have a conversation. But it seems like the closer we get, like Jabari Smith is kind of just kind of pulling away as the number one. Like it just feels like it's going to land that one, two, three like that. For sure. Yeah. And now here's the thing is, is like with the number two, who's the number two pick again? What did you say? Uh, this Thunder. Thunder. Right. Thunder. City. So they've got like, you know, just they have no talent whatsoever they've really just shade Julius alexander um they're really just trying to find out like who is our team so this is something that's like looking at this you know obviously they got josh giddy right another six eight kind of like point guard you got really big backcourt um they're just devoid of kind of any real talent beyond those two darius basil is interesting you know this is something where it's like, do they swing for the fences and go for a guy like Chet Holmgren who could essentially be like a, a, a unicorn in the ilk of uh, like a Kevin Durant, somebody who can shoot, who's big, who becomes like really versatile um, on both ends of the floor. I don't really like that. He's already sitting there saying, you know, getting that question. You see that video of him floating no, around. What, you, what happened? Somebody was asking me, he's like, hey, uh, who's the best player in the NBA? And he paused for a second. He's like, me in two months. And it's like, oh, that's corny. corny. Don't do that, dude. Don't do that. You're going to put a, a target on your back. And you've, yeah. you've been you've been dropped by Western your, you know, WCC basketball players. And you've been fucking put on your ass. So, yeah, there's also no way he can believe that. There's, like, no there's a difference between that. like confidence and just like go for it it's just like it's an opportunity to show a little respect to the league and then mm-hmm. also like try to i'm down on that yeah i'm yeah. i was i was down on that too um so i i think that they go i would i wouldn't be surprised with them going with the safer bet of the two maybe a little less upsize but apollo banchero another big a playmaker someone that they can really look at and kind of build around a nucleus of uh, SGA and Josh Giddy. Obviously, Lou Dort's in there. He's a he's a defender, but you could roll him. You could l- roll Lou Dort out there as just like an all world defender, kind of breaking it down. Where maybe some of those guys, Giddy especially, and and Benchero might not have it. So I like them. I like them going with the Benchero because he's got a little bit more playmaking. And then that leaves you for Houston at three, going with they would probably have to go with Holmgren, and I I just think this is probably might be the worst spot fit for him. Just considering like the, the Rockets are, are just, I don't know. Like we've got, we've got Jalen green. That's there. We've got Kevin Porter jr. I, I worry that this is like with the John wall, that's kind of aging. And I worry that this is a team that's like the, the accumulation of a lot of good talent on a team, but no, like a, a 76ers esque who's the real leader who's the real um you know who's going to be the guy that's going to be the um the guy that keep everybody in check in the locker room that's interesting so maybe look at the odds of i mean do you think houston would have the confidence to maybe go after their guy if they don't feel like chet would be a fit and maybe the bet is holmgren dropping out of the first the top three so that would be an interesting that would be an interesting thing because they could could they go but then it's like well who's gonna who's gonna backfill them are they gonna take another big right like, are they gonna surprise everybody 
you know, this is where it gets really dicey because like a Jay Nivey, I don't know if you're going to want to put a Jay Nivey with with a Kevin Porter Jr. and with the Jalen Green. Like, I, I just don't I don't see that. So it's like, who's who's the guy that they're going to go over that? The Shane Sharps, another wing player. I don't see the fit quite there. But again, fit is a kind of the eye of the beholder. We're looking at like the NBA finals right now. You know, there's many times where Dallas is playing with basically just like five wing players. You know what I mean? So yep. is it the most important thing to, to try and do um, is, is to get like this position or in the era of we talked about this. In fact, we talked about this early on the pod, the positionalist we'll do. NBA yeah. day, NBA, you know, world. You know, we start looking at this from that perspective and it's like, well, maybe we just take the, the best like players who we think we, we need and and maybe that's um maybe that is a guy like uh shoot my computer's not working here um you know not uh like a, a jay nivey like we think he's a better competitor we can roll him out there we think he can he can score and um you know we don't have to worry about you know we don't have to worry about um you know him getting dusted in the league by or trying to be the you know teams looking at him like sean bradley and Chet Holmgren and just like, all right, he's just going to be a fucking poster for the next six, seven years. Yeah. I was talking about a little bit, unlike the NFL, like NBA, you have a little bit more leniency. It seems they leaned a bit more to just take the best guy on the board and not fuck that up. So it sounds like uh, the best bet right now would be looking at the odds for Banchero in the two spot. I think if you get that exactly, uh, it's probably right around plus 400 would be my Ooh, guess. That's not a bad. That's not a my bad guess. Pick. Plus 300. All right, guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast, episode 221. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Email us, MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. I was just kidding about forgetting the email address. You knew I knew what it was. <laughs> MVPs of the week. Who you got, brother? Um, give me the uh the the men and women of the uh, armed forces, the military. We just had Memorial Day coming up here. It's always a good to remember those that have served our country that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Absolutely, brother. That's mine as well. Guys, Beautiful. appreciate you listening. Hope to talk to you soon. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Folks, don't forget that uh, pairing gift for the uh, the big bug thing that you got out there. A little bit of the old homebrew here with a little Calamab lotion. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.